There once was a man named Gold Roger who was king of the pirates. He had fame, power, and wealth beyond your wildest dreams. Before they hung him from the gallows, these were the final words he said. Our perspective is yours for the taking, but you'll have to join us first. We left everything we debated at the Yonko table. Ever since, pirates from all over the world set sail for the Grand Line, searching for the Yonko table, the table that will make their dreams come true. Yo! Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, folks, welcome to the latest and greatest from uh, the Yonko table. Yes, that's us, the Yonko table. I am your host, that is the voice of Grandmaster Hoop. And yeah, we're back uh, for more, um, goodness, Marvel. Marvel, Marvel's got more for us this week in the new series, Moon Knight, Moon Knight. But before we get deep diving into Moon Knight, with me as always is fellow Yonko, Dr. Jace Attorney. Dr. Jace Attorney, we are here about to deep dive Moon Knight, Marvel's sixth Disney Plus series. Um, how you feel uh, going in? Were you, where, what, were, what were you, where was your head at? Uh, honestly, for Moon Knight, uh, before, you know, coming in, um, this was a Marvel show that I think I was the most excited for. Um, and, and, and I, I premised that based on, of uh, based on what I used to think of Iron Fist, uh, you know, before Iron Fist ever aired, when they announced Iron Fist back in the original Netflix series, uh, I was like, oh man, I'm really excited to see what they're going to do with Iron Fist. I don't know that much about the character. Um, I know he's like a Kung Fu guy and that's about it, but I can't wait. I'm so excited. Then Iron Fist happened and <laughs> all that got flushed down the toilet. We all know the Iron Fist uh, scandal. Uh, well, not scandal, but you guys know. Just um, the disappointment, yeah, right? The disappointment. So with Moon Knight, it, it again kind of came in like that. I didn't know too much about the character Moon Knight. I didn't know that much about his superpowers. I remember seeing him a couple times in some Marvel games. I know, uh, I, I think he was in Spider-Man Web of Shadows. Spider-Man Web of Shadows. That was, my, the, that was my Moon Knight introduction, yeah. That was my Moon Knight introduction. And I was like, oh, wow, that guy looks, he looks cool. I like him. But I never dug any deeper. I never knew what his powers were, how he got his powers, where is he from, what, who are his villains. I have no idea about the character. So when they announced, uh, that a that Marvel was doing a show on him. I'm like, oh wow, I'm actually excited. Almost like I was for Iron Fist. Oh, I don't know. So that was where I was at coming in. And uh, I mean, I'll I'll say it. I enjoyed it. I really I really enjoyed this episode. I mean, I'll let you take it away from there. But yeah, uh, my expectations were met. Uh, yeah, you know, I would. You know, it's funny that you mentioned. Iron Fist, I think out of when Marvel announced, you know, uh, their slate for uh, Disney Plus series, Moon Knight was, everybody was like, oh, Moon Knight probably would fit better on Netflix because it's kind of darker in tone and, you know. Uh, just oh, it is. I didn't, I didn't know that. Right, right. And the character and concept would be darker because he deals with, you know, mythical gods and goddess that, I don't know, deal with demons and stuff and whatnot. Uh, so with that said, a lot of people drew, drew the comparison that this might be Marvel, you know, Disney Plus tackling more darker territory, which they haven't really before in their Disney Plus series. So Moonlight had that going for it. Uh, Moon, Moon Knight also had, you know, I guess oftentimes they compare them to like Batman, 
Uh, so a lot okay. of people were expecting like this dude and I and not the detective aspect. I don't think I think more of the beating criminals to a pulp. Uh, we got a little bit of that. We got a little bit of that, a, a demon, but we got a little bit. Um, but yeah, um, I can say I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, uh, like yourself, I really didn't know much to anything about Moon Knight and I really liked what we saw here. Um, and I really like the stylistic choice of how they, uh, the narrative, how it flowed. Um, yes. I, yes. I think that was the kicker for me. Um, no, but for sure. Let's just, let's, let's get into this. Um, who we got? We got, um, Oscar Stephen Grant, Isaac. Uh, Oscar Isaacs, Oscar uh. Isaacs, the everywhere man. He's everywhere. This He's is everywhere. his third Marvel project. Um, it is right. Um, what, what were his first two? Well, one of them hasn't even come. Well, he had a cameo, so he did X Men Apocalypse. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, he, he was Apocalypse. Yeah, Funny how he's playing another Egyptian like esque character. We've come right. full circle. Okay. He's not Egyptian, but that's okay. Um, right. he did Spider Man 2099 at the end of Into the Spider Verse, and he's coming back to do Spider Man 2099. I did not know that. Okay. Yep, that one. Ooh, yep. he's he's jumped across um almost every uh Marvel medium mm-hmm. in entertainment. So he's he was uh like like you just said in Fox's universe, he was in Sony's universe, and now he's back back he, in MCU. He's home. He's home. He's home. Ooh right. man, <laughs> what would you call that? What would you call it? Because that's, uh, that's a three feat. That's a triple that's a threat. That's a triple threat. Uh, is it isn't there like a term for like when people end up like on Marvel uh and then Disney and then Pixar? Oh is no, no. I think the triple crown is Marvel. I don't think Pixar's in it. I think it's Marvel, Disney, Disney and Star Wars and Star oh, Wars. Star Wars. Okay, yeah. Okay, so okay. for example, Ming Na Wen has, you know, Mulan, Agents of Shield, and Fennec. So she's got okay. a triple crown. But um Oscar's Oscar Isaac, yeah, Marvel, Star Wars, one of a kind. I don't think anyone else has that, right? Marvel, all three. Marvel, well, Marvel, Star Wars. He hasn't been in a Disney production, but oh, oh, uh, you mean you mean the the Disney one? Um, yeah, right, right. That's the, okay. that's the that's the only one he's missing. Um, ah, okay, okay. But either way, um, right off rip, uh, <laughs> Stephen Grant. Oh, hold the phone before we deep dive and talk about Stephen Grant. Uh, supernova alert. It's Supernova Dars. Dars, we have not wow. said much yet. We talked about, you know, um, a little bit of expectations of what Moon Knight was offering as far as it's supposed to be darker in tone. Uh, what else? Darker in tone. Uh, yeah, just, I don't know, darker in tone. And we we're talking about Oscar Isaacs and how he's doing big things in Star Wars, Marvel. And yeah, that's where we are. Well, uh, real he's quick, life away for sure. Right, Get, real Disney. quick, give us your uh, initial expectations for Moon Knight, and uh, all right. are you satisfied? Ooh, all right. I will never be satisfied. Um, initial expectations. I thought that they were definitely going to dive into the ancient mythology. Um, give us a little bit more clarity on who um, the characters are. 
and kind of give us like an idea of what is to come for the rest of like you know this is going to be like the jumping point for the rest of the season reality i have no idea what's going to happen for the rest i kind of saw this episode and i am so confused as to what's going on um did it meet expectations um it gave us a tease as to what's to come so um i'm i'm here i'm ready for the long haul and uh we'll see what happens well you know speaking of you know you being confused i think that's what makes this episode really intriguing is that you're with steven at gosh at going back and forth what's going on <laughs> right <laughs> steven the and a uh, goodness credit to oscar isaac uh, the back and forth. We didn't. Oh, get... he sold it. He sold yes. it. I loved Oscar Isaac. Yes, he did a great we, job. We didn't get much of Mark, but I like who's Steven. Mark? Why like, did you call me Mark? Or why? He's like, <laughs> what? Uh, who's Scotty? It's it's Steven with a V. Uh, <laughs> what with that accent? <laughs> I like that. And then just um, he's just this quirky dude. Obviously, he's this bumbling guy. They're like, oh. Steven, I didn't know you could bag a date with that. And uh, uh, you're like, I didn't know either. <laughs> best, best steak in town. All right. It's like, what's a vegan yeah. doing going to a steakhouse? I don't know. Getting the breads, the salads. I don't know. <laughs> right. Um, oh, you know, that's right. He's vegan. And he ended up getting that steak at the end. Because he's so, he's so like, just like, fuck it. Because uh, yeah. he has no <laughs> idea what's going on. He's like, okay. Well, he skips two days, two whole days. Right. And one. see, I think the show did a really good job at laying out the mystery that this dude uh, who has dissociative uh, identity disorder, they're really laying it out as far as he's already got stuff going on. He's shackling himself to the bed. Yep. He's putting tape on the door. as a, on the bed. Right. And it's supposed to represent, did I leave? You know, right. um, so he's already paranoid, but you don't even know why he's paranoid. We know we don't know. Like it, and it, it, I think it was really good narrative storytelling that you just don't know what he's dealing with. And I don't know. I like that. I don't know. Uh, I really like watching Steven. And then I don't know. I was did Steven sell you? I, I like that we're calling him Steven because we're gonna talk about Mark and then Mark later. Yeah, right. Uh, did, were you sold by Steven? Um, was I sold by him, by his performance? I think he did a great performance. The character himself, you know, like, I get it. Like, he's like a, that nerdy museum guy that's just there, and he's trying to, you know, get his job in, get his hours, try to live a quote-unquote normal life, which is, I feel like this, the superhero trope of, like, why do I have these powers? I just want to be normal. But, like... Here he is with this uh, this past, you know. Like he, I guess he doesn't really know what to do, what like what all of his sleepwalking entails. Because I think this is definitely like a piece of what people who have severe sleepwalking do. They usually tie themselves to a bed or like trying to keep them um, chained up so they don't go too far or too out. But um, maybe that's all he thinks it is. Maybe he thinks he's just like sleepwalking and there's nothing much to come from it. Um, what I'm intrigued in is what's going on with his mama because he calls her and he only leaves voicemails. Like, I'm kind of curious as to like, is he what, calling? right? Like, is it really his mom? Is it like, what's, what's going on? And who's this Layla person that, um, that knows Mark? 
so many know, questions. You, you mentioned the nine to five bit. Uh, like he's he's just a normal guy that wants to work his job. I don't know how intentional it was, but uh, towards the end of the episode, he just encountered like these goons cornering him in his at his workplace in the museum. He saw one of them kill some old lady. When the guy lets him go, he just goes straight back to work. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I gotta clock in real quick. I'm like, why are you working? Leave. That just means that his boss is scarier than these people. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like it, it really played up the mystery. Like I'm asking a lot of the questions that you're asking too. You know, who is he calling? Uh, who, who is the the person that he thinks is his mom? Uh, who's the other you know female on the other line of the phone when uh he finds that you know burner phone i guess in his uh in his attic mm -hmm. who who are these people and then one thing i liked about like you know the paranoia aspect um they kind of really play on him seeing this i, I i'm just gonna call it like a a demon i guess i don't know what else to call it right now but I like the camera work because you never really get, at least early on, you never really get a clear shot of it. You always see him like in the corner or in the background or in the reflection of mirrors. They did a lot of good mirror play in this oh, episode. I have to go back and watch. Was he, Conchu is the name. They haven't revealed that yet. Was he like in the background of most of the shots when he's like, yes. Oh man. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know if the guy we're looking at was Khonshu because I, I, I think the appearance changed uh, every so often. Like they would mm -hmm. show the guy with, I'm guessing you mean the, the guy with the beak. Yes. Right? The beak. Right. Okay. Yep. They would show him sometimes off in the corner. I think there were times where they would show like the moon night, like, like the outfit. Like, mm. I think maybe it was, maybe it was, uh, was it Cashew? <laughs> no, Kushu. Kanshu. 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 Maybe it was Kanshu that was, that was in the background. Cashew. <laughs> Cashew. I'm going to call him Cashew. Let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I really like this episode. I saw IGN's review like earlier in the day. They were like six, seven out of 10. I'm like, oh, wow. It must've been a pretty mid episode. I loved it. I like the mystery. I like the setup. I like that I'm asking questions. And again, kind of like what I said earlier, I was hyped going into Iron Fist, not knowing anything about Iron Fist back, you know, in the Netflix Marvel days. And then mm -hmm. Iron Fist happened. And yeah, we already know what happened with Iron so Fist. So I'm going to actually be on the opposite side of the scale. I didn't know. Ooh. I don't think that it was the best Marvel premiere, like season premiere. Um, I think I was left with too many questions. I have literally no idea. Like if someone were to ask me like what Moon Knight is about, I'd be like, uh, a guy is uh, sleepwalking. That's about it. <laughs> um, so this, I mean, like it, it did leave like a lot of questions. I'm definitely interested in coming back, but I, I still, I really have like nothing to work off. Like, I don't know any of his like other personalities other than Mark. I don't know much about the um, God character that keeps on coming out. It is interesting though that when he talks like in his head, it's not just like two people in his head, like Venom. It's like, there's like a bunch of people up in there. Like he's like, oh no, he's awake. Well, we the never idiot. expect- The idiot's in charge. Yeah. <laughs> right. But see, I counter that with, see, I love when people point out flaws, not flaws, but what they found to be a flaw. I think that just emphasizes the whole point. We are right there with Steven being like, what the hell is going it's on? It's unconventional. It, that is a good 
point. Yeah, I'm we're just we're so confused. We're right there with him. And it, I feel it works so well. Like, and just when you were about to get something like, okay, so let's fast forward to when he's in the Alps, you know? And oh my God. I, literally I, I, where? Say what? Yeah, his jaw's broken and he's snapping yeah. his jaw back. Oh my God. Right. And then he's like being chased by these dudes. And then he gets in the town and then uh, Ethan Hawke comes in and he says, Oh, is he in town? We think so. And he says that one thing and everybody bows except for Steven, like an idiot. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, we see him about to get probably shot at and then he zones out. I kind of love that. Zone I, out. Love, I love the zone out. Yes. I love the zone out. But a part of me is like, I want to see what happened in the zone out. Like, so we're we'll going to see it. I we think will. we'll see it. Yes. Right. <laughs> All right. Fine. But, um, I'm happy that I think we'll see it because his fists are so bloody. Oh <laughs> no, he goes in on these guys. And then you see like the woman and child in the background, like, oh, like freaked. <laughs> yep. Yep. Right when he was after, uh, I, yeah, when he was in the village, I, I remember that scene. I mean, they, I liked it because why, right when he zones out, he gets put into another zany scenario and you're with him trying to piece together what happened like i think even in the car chase scene oh, you yeah. know he had two guns pointed at him some guy that he shoved a cupcake into his face into his eyeball and then zone out now he's going in reverse <laughs> with a, <laughs> the cars are veering off the cliff that was hilarious i loved it i loved oh and it. the how dare they play wham wake me up before you go go oh, the Which, memories <laughs> oh well dr jace oh my let's that's that's a Yonko Table exclusive. Y'all gotta follow us on Facebook. Maybe we'll post that old video. You'll get that someday. <laughs> right. But, um, you know, I think there's a little bit of layers using that song, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. Oh, you know, okay, okay. It's like, hello, Steven's asleep. Wham. But yeah, he wakes wham. up, right, and bam. <laughs> and then, oh my gosh, again, it's, I find it so cool for lack of a better term when we're in the middle of this action sequence and then he zones out and now he's back in bed right like, some of the jumps were like oh like a couple of seconds yeah another one's like a day yeah this is crazy and then like he wakes up and he's like oh thank goodness it was just a dream and we're over here like was it just a dream like what and then on the phone like you bloody twat it's sunday like <laughs> like, like hey sunday and i felt bad for him i felt bad he missed I his did. day yeah i did and she's like it still doesn't change the fact that it's sunday yeah <laughs> lose this number <laughs> lose this number wow poor fellow um poor steven then poor you have nemo inside of his uh fish tank okay that grew did was eaten and then he had to get replaced did he not Mark have a fin before i think i missed that he did not no. have a fin yeah. he had a, like a little stub like yeah like nemo, nemo. okay because again i don't know much about moon knight i i know he's in the mystics but i don't know if he has any like mystical abilities as far as what no that's a totally different fish totally different oh it's a different fish yeah i think something happened and mark had to like be like oh shit i gotta go replace this fish Okay. I got everything because I think Mark knows that Steven's very paranoid. So he has to like 
put the sand back, put the tape back, like put everything back to how Steven remembers it so he doesn't raise any suspicions. Okay. Well, that's that's very kind of Mark. Again, we didn't get to see much of Mark. Well, uh, Mark, then Mark is hiding the phone like in the the ceiling. Like Mark is, Mark knows what he's doing. He's like, all right, Steven, I guess you found out like, just let me take over. Let me be the shit out of this dog. And then we can, you know, well, I'll we, explain. Well, we have to keep in mind too, Mark is renowned because in that village scene, you know, Ethan Hawke, uh, I forget the character's name. He called Arthur, him Arthur. Arthur, Arthur called him the mercenary. You know, right? Oh, okay, that's right. Right, that's right. So, and then clearly, mercenary stole the scarab like earlier in that scene. That's the thing. He's like, I'm left with so many questions. What's happening? Someone explain. I did, like it. Did he call him the mercenary or a mercenary? Like, was he just asking the question of, "Oh, are are you a mercenary?" No, no, no. He said the mercenary. He recognized him okay. as a okay. mercenary. And that's when he's like, what? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I work in a gift shop. Uh. It's interesting that, like, Mark doesn't have an accent, and yet Stephen does. Right, right. And, I mean, even even the scene that triggered that transition, he, like, what was it right before he got into the village? What was he doing? He was, he was at, like, work, right? Or he was somewhere else. He was asleep. No, no. He was doing his little sleep exercises on how to sleep better. Right. Which, like those sleep exercises aren't intentional to put him to sleep. It's to keep his mind awake. Right. Right. So it's like the opposite of those like stay calm apps that you see the advertisement for where it's like, uh, be calm, like go to bed, like relax your mind and you'll be able to sleep a good, you know, five or six hours. This one's the opposite. It's like keep your mind active for the next five hours by doing puzzles, reading books. And then Getting he sums out, he somehow ends up in the Alps. And then wow. He ends up in the Alps with a broken jaw and glass all around him. And two of the dudes shooting at him. Uh, I, I'm I'm here for the mystery. I like I wanted to unravel. And um, you know, we've had mysteries. I think they're all kind of based in some prominent mystery going on, but this one is like a mystery within a mystery because there was already a mystery the mystery of what the hell is going on with steven right um but yeah you know then he uh he sees arthur on the bus and he's like oh he's real <laughs> he's real yeah. what happened right before he like screamed on the bus what happened right before oh, oh we don't know we don't know because he just because i think it went from because he was somewhere else before the bus scene oh um, that's elevator he was leaving the elevator with oh talking to that woman right yeah. right and Kanshu was approaching him that woman knew who he was oh yeah no she did she did clearly he didn't know her but <laughs> that seems to be the name of the game with uh <laughs> this character everyone knows him but he has no idea i i just want to talk to me mom i just want to talk to me mom that's it <laughs> he's gonna have to start taking notes and piecing it together like uh sandra bullock uh, in that one movie, Premonition, where she's trying to put things in order of how things go. Right, who knows who. right. Good right. Ten points. Oh, oh thank you, thank you. Oh, but nice. um, yeah, then you know it climax with you know uh, they summon that jackal. Uh, oh, and also, one. and also this dude has like cultists everywhere, so his power is 
I'm right. saying he's got people everywhere. And he's got this like little gimmick of like judging oh, your yeah, yeah your the scale, soul, I guess. The scale the, of, the scales of judgment. Right, right. Um, I mean that's I guess that's interesting. I wonder what his gimmick is. Like, is that his like main power or because like you know, in, in the in the previous Marvel shows, like we didn't get too many like main villains to like center in on. Um, and I think this is the first Marvel show actually that's not tied to any like pre-existing character in in the canon. Oh, we got yeah. WandaVision, uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, and Hawkeye. Oh. I, I'm I'm not gonna count what if. Um, oh, that's a good point. I didn't think about yeah. that. Yeah, it's the first one. So again, uh, you know, I was expecting to see like in the newspaper something about like either the Eternals or something that kind of alluded to um, one of the other Marvel entities but yeah we got nothing from it well I read um, that the showrunners you know it's in the universe no doubt but um, one thing that drew Oscar to the role was how separate and far away it was from the rest of the ongoings of the MCU so I imagine. Oh, I did read that. Yeah. Right. I wonder and if I, it into some other like Dark Knight um, or Marvel Knight characters. Like maybe it's going to go in its own separate direction, like with Blade and Black Knight and kind of go with that. I mean, sort of. it definitely could. And as far as the, like the mystical, darker, supernatural magic. magic. Yeah. Supernatural. Okay. Um, I think this kind of isn't necessarily like the mystic arts of magic this is a different type of magic because this is like ancient magic just like how um the ebony blade is like ancient magic and who knows maybe even vampires are creatures of magic you know like i mean what's his face ethan hawk arthur um he even alluded to the fact that he has chaos inside of him and we know chaos is a term of magic so this right, right. in the mysticism but i think it's i don't think it's the same magic that is like dr strange magic oh yeah for sure no magic is magic man you mean you to tell put me, it in the same boat you mean dr. to tell strange? me in that library that they don't have a book on egyptian gods and their powers well i mean that's the thing is like i feel like there's different classes of magic right so there's like ancient type of magic there's mystic magic and then like if you look at the end credits of guardians of the galaxy 2 um one of the aliens does some mystic arts you know so i think it's like there's different types of magic that could be used and moon knight is just tapping into a different type of magic yeah no i don't i'm not saying that's not i'm just saying all magic is tied together if they're going to introduce this is just a different realm of the magic right right i don't dr strange and wanda have the same magic i don't know i don't think it's the same magic but i'm saying in a magical tree there are different branches of magic and this is a branch it's an umbrella it's an umbrella yeah it's an umbrella term right and this all falls under oh look he's a magic man oh, i can't be dr strange magic it's magic man because in but, this world these gods aren't actually gods they're just entities but, from another dimension giving power to people yeah, Actually, they, wait, aren't some of them gods sometimes? Yes. But, but like, like, a, no, but like actual gods. Like, not like, you know, Thor. Like, Thor's not an actual god. But in, in Marvel and DC, aren't there, like, actual gods that are, like, canon to being a god in their mythology? 
Technically, yes, because I remember reading about the ancient Egyptian gods in a Marvel kind of comic. So right. they yeah. reference Egyptian gods and a lot. They also reference a lot of the Norse gods um, as like creatures that came down to Earth during a certain time frame. Um, but they're like these gods, these ancient the Egyptian gods live in a different realm outside of the Earth's dimension mentioned so like they come in they have their power they use their mysticism and stuff um but arthur actually has powers which is kind of interesting to see but like from he... from a meat a meat a meat right a meat. right oh, okay right and uh if you think of uh, a lawyer where you have the lady justice where she's blindfolded with a scale that's basically what she is she goes and she judges people based off of their present past and future decisions um, which is how he justifies um, some people dying because that 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 old lady she was like I was good my whole life and then he's like too bad bitch and then <laughs> she had to go she the had future, to go she did something messed up in the future he like drained her life force yes that is yeah, definitely she what turned happened gray yeah she turned gray after that isn't that no, I guess not. I was going to say Baron Mordo is kind of doing something similar to that, but he's draining mystical powers out of people, not necessarily life force out of people. No, but he's definitely killing them in the process. But yes, he's taking whatever magic from Kamartage. Kamar are you are you sold on the Ethan Hawke uh, villain character? I mean, I'm assuming it's Ethan Hawke, so he's probably the main villain. I mean, uh, I love Ethan Hawke as an actor, so... Doesn't like, take much to sell so, me. Okay. But I would like to see the inner mechanisms of this cult and what they're trying to achieve and I, whatnot. He I mean, put glass in his shoes. He in did. His sandals. He did. He walked on them. He sure did. Fringe AF. Um, but I think this kind of all might have started during the blip. Very or, much. People oh, need someone to look. This whole clip. Yeah. Oh, they need someone to look up to. They need someone to like. Half the world's population just disappeared, and then here comes this guy that has a magic tattoo that's moving, and he's he's there, say, like judging people based off of you know good or bad. I'm sure he's trying to you know even uh, what's what I'm looking for reconcile people being good and like oh well the people who blipped might have been the ones that are bad. I mean religiously, this was something that's like in the Bible they they talk about the. Um, the, the rapture. rapture right so in the rapture like who knows how many people were like holy crap half the population was raptured and i've been you know true to my religion my whole life why wasn't i raptured and you don't know what those sort of impacts can have on people who have their faith so they to me they kind of were worshiping him in a way like jesus was he was walking down the street and they were just touching him trying to get a little bit of his his blessing you know right. so again i see the parallel parallelism religiously on this side of it so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what these cult people are going to do you know like how he spins it if he's like you know if you guys pray to me hard enough or if you pray to what is it, her name anita i mean i mean you pray to a meat hard enough like maybe they'll she'll bring your loved ones back from the underworld or whatever and then boom the blip happens again and then now you have an even stronger cult following. Like this has so many different implications and so many different ways that it can go. I'm kind of excited to see that part of it. 
but I'm just left with so many questions. What's happening? Questions are good things. If you want questions answered, that's a good thing. People are impressionable in times of despair. So yes, those people probably saw, he probably came to those people and offered them hope. And bam, you got a cult. You know what? And I guess it is smart of Marvel Studios to do this because WandaVision by far is my favorite series that came out from the TV shows of Marvel. And every episode left me with, what's going on? What's happening with Wanda? Like, let's theorize. Let's go. Oh, she's going to the hell dimension. Like, you know, like that's what really drew me to it because I was left with what the heck is happening. Um, and I guess that's what's going on with Moon Knight. I'm I'm here theorizing on, oh, cool. Maybe Moon Knight's going to go and work with Blade one day. Like, oh, like, you know, like. You never know. But he might. He could. But I think he's going to. Well, here he is establishing himself in the final minutes of the episode. Mark mm-hmm. takes over. And he's like, I won't let us die. Uh, just I like me, that ending. I like I that like ending it. a lot. Yes. And it beats the crap out of the jackal. <laughs> And I'm sure the next episode is going to start with him beating the crap out of the rest of the cult left in that museum. Um, so I'm definitely excited. Uh, I like a good mystery. And I like a good, this reminds, and again, I called it memento earlier of stylized, of yeah. nonlinear narrative, piece it together. That's a really fun narrative to watch. So um, I'm pretty sold on this first episode. Um, Where's the location of this, by the way? They're in London, and they they're met. in London. Yeah, that was in. Oh, he said, "I want to okay. go back to London." Uh, okay. And then you know, yeah, that one scene was in the Alps. Uh, we might have a globe trotting show upon us. I feel like it would be. Yeah. Right. Okay. I mean, I just don't know where they're gonna go or why they would go there, but who cares? I mean, you know, like Avengers may need people in other parts of the planet. I guess. This dude ever- ain't worried about the Avengers. No, you're right. But in in case Wong ever comes by and he's like, you're an Avenger now. Like, you, you never know what's going to happen. I don't see this dude being Avenger, but who knows what the future holds. But um, I did right, wrong for giving it a seven. I'm definitely walking away like an 8.5. I'm I think I'm solid. Keep an eye out for stuff in the background. Right, no, I I feel like you have to. Um, yeah, I <laughs> I don't know what IGN was on. This episode was great. <laughs> um, yeah, great mystery. I'm like, yeah, around the same, you know, scoring like eight point five nine. Again, this is a brand new character, not previously established in the MCU, and they gotta hit the ground running, you know, because people's attention spans that they they, they got to get sold in the first episode. Uh, especially with, you know, trying to learn about a character, what his deal is, or what's going on with him or her. I feel like they did a fantastic job. Um, and uh, it's the first Marvel show of 2022. Yeah. And um, yeah, my expectations are high. Hopefully the, you know, subsequent series after this, like uh, Miss Marvel and She-Hulk can carry the weight. Actually, I just noticed that, yeah, a lot of the shows now this year, they're making the transition to like new characters like these are about new characters right technically you could say hawkeye was like oh you know kate bishop oh but it was it was a hawkeye show it was called hawkeye right, right. uh hawkeye. Now it's hawkeye what when does miss marvel start or she hulk whichever one comes miss marvel is in the summer in the summer so she hulk is after that right? yes 
Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So when does this one end? Because I'm assuming it's going to end and then we have two weeks and then Multiverse of Madness pops out. Listen, Disney Plus is very strategic. When this show ends, it should be around the time Obi-Wan show is going to take Ugh, okay. Oh Trace. yeah, they never they never wanted to compete with. Yeah, guys. they don't That's they right. don't compete their main properties, right? That's smart. That's smart. Very smart. Yeah. But yes, the movies play into that as well. I believe Multiverse of Madness will drop before Miss May- Marvel. Right? Huh? May six is when it comes out. Oh, I have no idea, but I know Multiverse. Yeah, I think Multiverse is around early May. Obi Wan's late May. So yeah, Obi Wan yeah. is late May, right? So yeah, they're very they're very good at this. I give them that props. Give that subscription uh, work for its money. It works. I love Mm -hmm. it. (laughs) It's a great plan. Um, I think we covered just about everything we're talking about off of this first episode. Uh, The only thing I want to see in these next couple of episodes is my my friend Brendan Fraser here. Like I need a I need to see some of him and Eve. Because is he in it? No, this no that. In it, the rock is gonna make his appearance. That's racist. Um <laughs> what? Egyptian <laughs> movie, Egyptian hero. Oh. Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. Right. I get it. I get it now. Granted, in my tweet earlier, I said it's giving Prince of Egypt. <laughs> you did say it's giving Prince of Egypt. I did. I'm just as bad. Um yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm just here. Uh I hear he's gonna have a bunch of other personalities coming to play. I'm here for that. I would That's love to cool. see. Oh, I mean, I guess it kind of plays into the, the this yes. business uh suit and tie. Yes. I when like I saw that. that promo image, I'm like, who what is this? This is cool. Yes. And please like do something with this. Don't be like President Loki and show up for like 10 seconds Ooh. and then leave. Because President Loki was right. President Loki was being hyped. You saw him promotional material, and then boom, gone. 10 seconds. All right. Goodbye. This guy, he looks interesting. I want to know more about him. Give I him think too. Nine different personality traits. Nine. Oh my god. Give me give me all. Give, give me, me all of them. Let's Each see. time to shine. Let's see it happen. I think I think we're in for a ride. We got five more episodes. Oh, uh, that's oh wow. Only six in total. Only six. Only six. Wow. Yeah. Wow, okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I think Hopefully they've been trending like with the deal. six. Cause yeah. WandaVision had nine. Falcon Winter Soldier was six. Hawkeye was six. Loki was six. I think Loki was six too. But Loki gets a season two, so yeah. kudos to Loki. Um, this could very right. much be, you know, a season two as well, um, real quick. Um, or a movie. Or, or the, yeah, it could follow up with a movie, which I read that that's what the showrunners want. They want him to eventually get a feature film. Um, That'd be great. Oscar yeah, Isaac can carry it. Oscar, <laughs> Oscar Isaac, Isaac can carry, right. <laughs> Definitely, he can carry. Um, a lot you could do here, and uh, you know, the darker properties. Mm, throw Daredevil in there. I don't know. <laughs> throw Isn't Blade Dare- in there. I don't know. No, like they're they're trying to sign a deal that Daredevil is going to be rebooted in Disney Plus, right? Rebooted. Right. right. I would call it more of a reimagining. Right. Right. Same a character. Yeah, soft reboot. But uh, okay. I mean, we'll see. I mean, apparently, oh gosh, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole. But listen, folks, 
Right, we're good on Moon Knight, right? Yep, we're good. We're good. We're good on Moon Knight. I'm sold. Can't wait for next week. Can't wait. Uh, yes, Moon Knight. Paul, people tune in to Moon Knight on Wednesdays on Disney Plus and tune into the Yonko Table for your daily dosage of Geekdom and Marvel and Star Wars and all this jazz and whatnot. We got you covered. Again, you can follow us on all social media platforms, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. If you want to watch us, YouTube, of course, your Apple podcasts and spotify for your podcast listening station we got you covered but hey that's it for us here at the yonko table i'm grandmaster hoop dr jason turney and dars signing out y'all take care